Uh, we're talking about there. losing old Carl Weathers, old Chubbs. So, yes. Yep. Stubbs. Yep. I was gonna. Blimey, I was about blimey. to mention his character's name in the Mandalorian, and then as soon as I was approaching, I just the name slipped on my mind. Uh, Gar. No, <laughs> not, not Gar Saxon. That's a completely different guy. Um, Garfield. Garfield. You're right. James right. Garfield. James is playing. You didn't know he did the biopic, did you? He did. <laughs> I would fact. love to. James After he played in, in the NFL. That was his first gig. Hunter. I'd watch it. It's a movie toasty show. Here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet. TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah. 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 Movie toast. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what is Welcome up, Welcome to episode Adam? 183. What's going Holy on, man? Shit. I can't believe it's 183. Uh, I'm doing great, man. It's it's Although it's been a bit of a dry spell in the movie front, still oh, having boy. a good time watching some flicks. I... Uh, We've we've had some interesting events play out over the last couple of weeks that inspired mm. my particular uh, flick choices this week. But uh, how about you, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. It's nice. Today's a brisk 59 degrees, so oh, I don't have to bundle up today. And we're recording toasty. in the afternoon. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> but I am still pulling February. a big move. I do have my heater on. Oh, my heater's wow. blasting at me. That's Give the me balance. That, that power. You get to rock, yeah. rock the T-shirt. You just need a little warm breeze. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I think it's fair. I game mean, right. I'll, I'll take it over your monsoon style weather. But uh, uh yeah. Yeah. No, that that was ridiculous. Nothing like I, I can't even drive down the street to pick up my dog's like prescription medication. That's only <laughs> what a mile and a half away, and I've got to jog between all these different blocks because so many streetlights are taken out so many streets are flooded and shit like that was that silliness thankfully is over bright and sunny day it's, nice. it's a beautiful saturday pre uh, as at the time of this recording day before the super bowl looking forward to some junk food and and beers and rooting against the 49ers boo niners sorry guys but oh boy who i'm, I'm, I'm looking forward for not the uh, niners so <laughs> Later in the day, seeing what trailers we get. There's a lot of rumors we get the That's Deadpool right. three teaser, but I doubt it. I don't know. I'm too early. To it. Hey, Anything, I, it might I just be so. Ryan. Uh, oh right, just just hyping it up for just or in another suit talking to the camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, I love how I said Ryan as if we know him. You know, buddy Rye, Rye guy, as as yeah. he uh, <laughs> insists we call him. Um, no, it's like I, I could almost see something starting off as like a Mint Mobile ad that then just rolls into like Deadpool rolls in, cuts his head off, and then that'd be actually cool. it's a trailer for this. <laughs> like that would be <laughs> great. Although or Wolverine comes have... in and like slices him, kills him. Right, exactly. It's like I'm not sure how much you can get away with in, in the in a Super Bowl commercial, but I would True. be very hyped to see that. Um, <laughs> Sorry for the the cut. Those watching, I know I'm a, I'm a little flashy today. The uh, being earlier in the day, I get a little more sun, so it, more of a floating. Can't, can't close the blinds. The blinds closed. Are they letting in like well, it's layers of fucking it sun. Gets too spotty. I, I tried it earlier, and it's just the uh, uh, the light I do have gets a little too hot. 
fair enough, fair enough. And out. Uh, I was nice. only like a floating face earlier, so this is... I like that. I'm not going to lie. It's a fun look. I, I'm, I'm down for it. But uh, uh, that's just me. I, I don't know. All right, I did it on purpose then. It was all by design. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. No. Oh, not boy. Not at all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm excited, dude. We... Uh, we we finally got our uh, WonderCon press badges uh, signed yes. up. We got our hotels. Oh. We'll be doing some press out there in Anaheim next month. Yeah, folks, this is going to be a fun time. I it's been a while since Movie Toaster Adam and I have got to actually hang out in person. So uh, I mean, it's, it's been it's been it's been under a year. So don't 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 underplay well, it, Dennis. Before that, okay. How about how many times in the last <laughs> five years? <laughs> If you can say twice, I mean, we meet every other enough. week to do this. It's different, though. It's <laughs> I different. get it. I get it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. No, it's, it's going to be great, folks. Oh, boy. Please, uh, if you're not following all the socials, go subscribe and follow now because there's going to be a litany of things coming down the pipeline, especially starting next month. Uh, WonderCon in Anaheim. It's going to be a great time. Shit, actually, if you're going to be there, let us know. Hit us up Ooh, in the comments. Yeah. Like, uh, if, if, if you're attending, would would love to meet you if you get if you got some movie recommendations yeah exactly that would that would be oh, awesome. what i was gonna pitch to you i think the week before the the WonderCon, i think is when uh ghostbusters frozen empire comes out and then the next oh. week we got uh the new godzilla king kong movie i wasn't sure if you wanted to see a movie or something at some oh, point how could and i do not like want to see a movie with live you? recording kidding me uh, that would, pretty uh, easily i assume <laughs> no, that's, no, are you kidding me? No, that'd be great. Let's let's get it back to the yeah. good old days. Oh boy! Miss Speaking that. of good Miss old that. days, uh, yes, I, I think we uh, we could start the show with a little uh, with a little bit of action, little, excitement, whole action. Oh yeah, holes. I tried counting. I got 22, but I know I lost count because there's so many poles <laughs> just coming in fast and furious there, man. All it's over crazy. the place. Yeah, a little bit all over your face, neck, and chest. Uh, all right, so up first, uh, they <laughs> recently have uh, given us the title of uh, Beetlejuice 2, and it's Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, because uh, they don't want him to appear another time. He can't right? say his name again. Any, so I wanted to know that. what the Toasties thought about the title with out of the following choices, it's great, it sucks, it's okay, and who cares? I don't know. Now, now, what do you what do you think? Do you like it? Is it shitty? Yeah, what do you, what, what's going on in your head? That's okay. Do you I'm, even I'm care like, about the movie? I do. We need it first of all. Uh, between having <sighs> the first film and the amazing cartoon that that lived through the nineties, I don't really see a desire to want to see more. But I'm like, okay, now, if you're making it, I'll, I'll check it out. But as, as you think we, they're we jumping on this bandwagon because because they had fucking the Beetlejuice Broadway show? Do you think they're like, well, we're going to do it before we do a Beetlejuice fucking musical I, movie. Let's I get into the second symptoms, movie people want it. They're symptoms of the same cause. Like the 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 live action show and just our age group of, of that movie coming out when it did. We're hitting this age now. There's those mm -hmm. who have their kids that, that you know, like 
try to get to that uh, nostalgia train. Let's let's re-release some stuff or make sequels to things you didn't even know you wanted fucking sequels for. And I think honestly, that's really all it is. And, and to add fuel to the fire, uh, we touched on this right before we started recording, but the title alone suggests, okay, you've already invested in a third one, right? If you get the if the first one's Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. second one is Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. We all know the fucking magic word is the is the third one in the series. I'm sure is what we're hoping for, and it's Tim yes. Burton's oh, back, shit. baby. Read my mind, and then yeah. and then Predator pops up. Keaton and, on uh, Keaton action. <laughs> yeah. and Keaton's playing Predator too. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah, you're setting oh, up the right. trilogy, I guess. But I don't know, man. That, all that tells me is just like. Oh, so you're just we're just we're just banking on this uh, money wagon, huh? Like, it, yeah. I'm a little concerned about the quality if we're already betting on a third movie. True. So that if the title's already suggesting it, that makes me nervous. Is, is all. I'm not. Now, I'm not gonna like hold my breath. If they went with the natural sequel that everyone wanted back in the day, Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. Then I'd say, you know what? I'm down. I want to know why he's going Hawaiian. Oh I did. God, uh, I did funny. hear about the script, and like, it's an interesting premise, but I don't think they're going that way with this movie. But uh, see what's I, up. A, I feel like what, he's going to end up in the same house, right? Like, he's just going to stay oh, easily right there, easily. Yeah. And I hear it's it's convoluted. Apparently, his wife apparently has a fucking wife is now hunting him down, and he wants to like marry Lydia before his wife finds him. And it's like, what if he has a wife? Why does he want to marry Lydia? I don't know. And then you got. Fucking Wednesday Adams thrown in the mix. I don't know. It oh, just sounds sure. like a lot of shit, right? Just being yeah, thrown at we're, the camera. We're just, but again, we're they're preying on our nostalgia. I I feel, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's a different movie, but I'm not. I just hope they stay practical and not too yes. much CG. I'm with you. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. Yes, that pre- uh, we're 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 in an era of a lack of practical effects uh, effects, especially when that. Honestly, those techniques just get better over time, really, if you take the time to do mm-hmm. them. So let's embrace it. Let's let's see it on the Heck camera. Yeah. I want to see it in the lens. For sure. So we got a two-way, a two-way, a tie with it sucks and who cares for zero percent. So that's good. I almost said who cares. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm with Point you. I'm with you. People are gonna see it one way or the other. I'm shocked they just didn't call it Beetlejuice and spell it the way the book is, like Beetlegeist. I don't know. Oh. Uh, 33% for it's okay. Yeah. And uh, 66.7% yeah. for it's great. I want to know who those 67% are and say, really? Really? That's great? Well, okay. Maybe well, I'm wrong. I don't fucking know. Like I said, they, they are the target right there. That is the group. True. 66.7% that was polled is that is the uh, nostalgia group, which mm-hmm. isn't always a bad thing. We no. I feel like every once in a while we get blessed with things that are like, okay. That actually was a lot of fun. Maybe or, we're getting the we uh, Fury Road of the Beetlejuice uh, zone. Maybe this is going to be exactly. fucking badass. Exactly. What if oh. it turns out to just like open a whole universe of like, okay, yes, that's let's that see a fun. lot more of this. You know, right? Let's take the side character and do a series or whatever the <laughs> fuck. It, I, that's I'm okay with it if you do it right. If you if you really give the audience a good time, don't just make us buy some more toys and T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Been there, yes, done that. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> Don't threaten us with a good time. Oh, man. Exactly. And uh, got up next, buddy. Speaking of 
Wednesday Adams, Jenna Ortega and Martin Freeman starred in a movie I reviewed on episode 182 called Miller's Girl. So I wanted to know what the Toasties' favorite Martin Freeman movie was out of Black Panther, The Hobbit, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and Love Actually. Now, uh, I feel like I'm going to ask you, I even like though I know story. what you like, but I, wanna, I want you to say it. Say it. I, I'm going to say The Hobbit. Fair enough. Fair enough. The Hobbit would For be... For me. Uh, that, that Bilbo action, think- man. Mm, get a little Bilbo <laughs> baggins in you. Yeah. Hanging out with smog. Hanging with yeah. the bag. <laughs> what about you, man? I'd watch that. Uh, I'm going with Love Actually, even though he's not a star. Oh. But he plays a stand-in on like trouble. a film set, which is like a fucking porno. And he's just fucking him and this lady are going through the actions naked, pantomime and sex. He's selling it, man. Jim from The Office. The OG Jim. I know his name's not Jim on The Office, but boy, was he going to town. I don't know. I, I just like that movie. But I will say, I do like his character in the MCU. Uh, whether he's alive or dead, oh, yeah. who knows now, but I don't know. Oh, God. But yeah, yeah, The Hobbit's right. a good one. But uh, yeah. He does, so, he does carry that well. That's for sure. That's true. Zero uh, percent for love, actually, so fuck me. Who gives a fuck really? about that movie? It's uh, not Christmas. We're, we're out no. of the holiday season, so no one That's gives a true. fuck about Love Actually anymore. So, <laughs> But it's Valentine's Day in a few days. Or oh, it was Valentine's Day, depending when you listen. Uh, so fuck you, people. I don't know. Uh, t- <laughs> then there's the, uh, a tie with 10% for Black Panther and 10% for The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I really thought that movie was going to like Hitchhikers. That was well, really I the one? Both yeah, of these. yeah, I, I did. And I feel like it has a great cast. And I wanted to really like it, but it was just too obscured for me. Like, you get Sam Rockwell, Zoe Dejanel, and fuck, I forget who else is in it. But just those three alone, I'm I'm on board, man. Wacky Space Adventures, Wakanda, but apparently not. I'd watch a crossover no. movie. Not, not, not forever, mind you. No, no. Just for a while. For That's a while. true. Don't want to. So that, that leaves us with one uh, one option there. Yeah. If you then 80% for the Hobbit. So everyone's with you on that one, Dennis. Hey, the Hobbit I, lives on. Hard, hard to give up the uh, the old guard of the Lord of the Rings world there, especially when you were maintaining that sort of Peter Jackson-esque flavor. So I really? I didn't get to, I yeah. didn't watch the TV, the uh, Amazon series, so I cannot speak for that. I just remember when I saw the I watched trailers, it did an episode strike me as quite the same. Yeah. It's It's funny. I, I was on my fucking fire stick today and like prime was up or I think it's when I was watching like Mr. Mrs. Smith. And like, I saw a picture of that, like, and I'm like, Oh yeah, they do have a Lord of the Rings show. That's interesting. The rings are powerful. Connect with anything we know or care about. I'm looking forward to though, the fucking animated movie that hopefully comes out this year uh, that they've been working on for a while. That should be fun. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of animated movies, I added to my queue the uh, the Johnny Cage Mortal Kombat animated. Oh, movie. I haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, I fucking but, I interviewed the director of that back at the old Comic Con when he was working on that Elseworlds or whatever that oh. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Oh fucking, yeah, right. Yeah, which I never cut that fucking stuff together. I got to do that sometime. But anywho. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward. I saw they put that up, and I'm like, I do enjoy those animated Mortal Kombat movies. So 
It's fun. It's, it's like the it's like uh, well, most of the <laughs> animated DC features. I I do like a lot of them. Not all of them mm. play out so well, but I I would definitely give Fair it a enough. shot. Um, especially I I love that Mortal Kombat universe. This should be a should be a good time, especially it being very that '80s sort of vaporwave style. That mm-hmm. they got that, that's what's selling me on. It. Yeah, that should be yeah. badass. Yeah. Go did you watch it, the other go. ones? Uh, not yet. I, I, I watched. I want to say I watched. I did the watch first the first one, one but ago, I didn't see the second but, one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then it's, that's what was funny. It's like the tra- I watched the trailers for the first two, and it's like they're basically the first and second game. That's it. Huh. Just the Interesting. From the, that like, makes the sense. Stories. Which exactly right? It's like you're kind of introduce them at the same rates, get everyone familiar with the characters. Uh, I was excited to see that Striker is mm. in the second one. He's one of my favorite, like all human, no magical characters in the games that it's been so long. I fucking got the fucking last Mortal Kombat game for my birthday. I still got to fucking play it, man. It looks oh, badass. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, dude. No, that's it. Does I keep good. saying I'm going to touch it. I'm going to touch it. But I don't. But anywho, people aren't here to talk about Mortal Kombat with us. Uh, Want to get in some reviews? Let's do it, man. Let's crack it open. I think you got the All first right. one up, if I'm not mistaken. All right, let's do it. I do. All right, Dennis. I have a movie that came out technically, I want to say, in 2023, but I just saw it in the theater last week. Uh, it's called The Zone of Interest. You know anything about this flick? No, but I am intrigued. A room of you. intrigue for the zone of interest. I saw the trailer for it and I was like, I'm seeing this fucking movie as soon as I can. And I right. did. And uh, it's up for five Oscars. And uh, I think Best Picture is one of them. So I'm like, right, I'm down to check this out. So it's kind of like a slice of life movie set back in the day. Uh, you got this family. They're just living their best life. Uh, they have their dream house. They're hosting functions at their house. They're having parties out back in their yard. And uh, everything's just top-notch. Everything's going great. The dad's killing it at work. And uh, he's up for a promotion. But the issue is fucking he's being transferred elsewhere. And the wife's like, I built my fucking dream home. Mm. I'm raising our kids here. I don't want to leave. And he's like, fine, I'll fucking transfer. And I'll we'll see if the company will let us continue to live here and that's the big conflict there but the tiny slice the tiny thing that makes this movie different is the dad pretty much oversees the uh 
the murdering of some some people in Auschwitz, and Auschwitz is right next door oh, to their house. Jesus. Yeah, that's the fucking craziness. Oh god! And uh, we never once go to Auschwitz; we don't see it. But throughout the whole movie, you're hearing shit. Atro oh. Atrocities are happening. Oh, you're seeing god. puffs of smoke. You're seeing uh, people respond to the to the the smell of burning flesh, and it's just crazy because you're seeing a perspective that I don't know I've never seen before. Right, and like you're just seeing how it's normal for these people, and I'm like, this is really fucked up and weird. Uh, and god, that's unsettling. I get yeah. it's important to kind of know that that shit happened, but for a movie that's just under two hours. And that's kind of your main plot. There's nothing going on. There's no beginning, middle, or end here. I'm not going to spoil what happens at the end. Uh, but the movie was just so tedious and fucked up. I was just like, oh god! Like it felt like it was a seven-hour movie, and it wasn't even it wasn't even two hours. Oh man! But Jesus, yeah. I don't know. Like I will say, the set design, top notch. The fucking wardrobe, great. Acting's pretty good. I was shocked to find out that I'm like, where do I know this main, the woman that plays the wife? Oh, she was in that movie Anatomy of a Fall that I reviewed a couple of episodes oh, ago. I'm like, oh, damn, yeah. kind of interesting. She's in some big movies uh, this year. But right. uh, like everything was going good for this movie, but it's just like the subject matter, eh, not really for me. That's pretty And heavy. I think this was made by a German director, I think, and writer. I could be wrong, I, uh, but it was okay. just crazy, man. And I will say it was very digital. I thought it, maybe this will look a little bit more fucking like film like now. And then it was like, I don't know if it was the screen I saw it on, but everything looked washed out. Like it was over bright, oh. oversaturated colors. And I just did not care about the characters. I didn't care about the plot. But I understand why people might want to see the movie. It looked literally the trailer. It's an A24 movie. So that kind of okay. sets you up for the style that you're in say, for. Even the poster right here kind of is giving me like parasite vibes. I was kind of thinking yeah. that sort of very filmic aspect ratio most of the time or something. Mm -hmm. but that's not that's no, not true. Not. Like, oh, man. This this poster looks badass, man. That's what I'm, I was intrigued by. But the the trailer made it look like it was a horror movie, and they had some eerie fucking music well, and visuals. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go down. Just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a horror movie, right, right, right. But and not in this. It just wasn't the horror yeah. movie that I wanted. Yeah, not the one they sold. <laughs> um, me, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I knew what it was about. I knew the subject matter and whatnot. But yeah. And it the throughout the whole movie, it had this horror movie style soundtrack, but mm. it didn't match what was happening really. It oh, it just sure. everything just was all over the place to me for this okay. movie. Uh, okay. I'm gonna give the zone of interest one and a half slices of the toast. Ooh, uh, wow. If if you want to see something different, this is different. It's a fresh perspective on on this material, and sure. it's it's something that I never thought I would see, but. I wouldn't run out of out to theaters to see it. I'd wait till it's on stream and I don't know. Just yeah. not for me. Could be for you guys. But uh Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. But uh Which I love how thing? I did not fucking I oh. didn't put up the fucking scroll for that one. But oh. uh, <laughs> anywho, another movie that's up for an Oscar, I think two Oscars. Uh I have Past Lives. There's a word in Korean. Inyon. It means providence or fate. Do you believe in that? 
That's just something Koreans say to seduce someone. What a good story this is. Childhood sweethearts who reconnect 20 years later and realize they were meant for each other. In the story, I would be the evil white American husband standing in the way of destiny. Shut up. He was just this kid in my head for such a long time. I think I just missed him. Did he miss you? His home! Wow, so Wow. Wow. The guy flew 13 hours to be here. I'm not going to tell you that you can't see him or something. If two strangers walk by each other in the street and their clothes accidentally brush, that means there have been 8,000 layers of inyan between them. Want you to stay. So this movie uh, has has been out since 2023. Um, I think it's also up for best uh, picture, motion picture at the Oscars this year. And I remember seeing the poster for it a lot. I never watched the trailer because I don't really watch trailers. I'm like, this movie just looks boring from the trailer, from, from the poster. And I, I didn't see it when it was out. I could have watched it on the plane when I went to fucking... Uh, Bangkok. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. It sounds boring. And then they kept re-releasing it. And I'm like, fuck it. I'll watch the trailer. It's being re-released. It's up for Oscars. I'll check it out. So it's about a, a woman who migrated from uh, Korea to America when she was very young. But right before she left, she kind of started kind of a little relationship with a young man, with a boy. And they had a really good chemistry as kids, but then they were separated. And then I think 13 years later, we jump forward and she's talking to her mom about something. She's like, who was that boy that I had a crush on back in the day? And we went on that one date. I'm going to look him up on Facebook. And then he, she saw that he was looking for her and they kind of start this relationship oh. where after 13 years, they pick right back up over Skype. And it's cool because most times in movies, they make it look like, Skype is like amazing video quality, but no, it looks bad and gritty. Like when you're <laughs> As it seeing be. their screen. Yes. <laughs> right. Which I loved. And just even seeing these two on different hours, like one's waking up and the other's just about to go to bed, but they have this great chemistry that keeps them coming back for more. And they realize they're not really going to be able to cross paths and travel to one another. 
So they kind of sever tides. Another 13 years goes by. This woman gets married, but the guy's still slightly intrigued. He knows that she lives in New York and he buys a plane ticket to go out there. And then he reaches out to her and she's kind of like, I don't know if I want to see him. She talks to her husband about it. He's like, you got to go see him. This guy's coming to America just to see you. I don't want to be that guy who gets in the way. I trust you. I know nothing's going to happen. I don't want to be the, if this was a movie, I'd be like the evil husband who, evil white oh. husband keeping you <laughs> apart from your childhood love. So I'm like, oh, that's really sweet. This guy is a sweet, supportive husband. And like, so she ends up meeting this guy and it feels like, holy shit, the chemistry is there. Are they going to do something? I don't know, but it's very close. It's sweet. It's sincere. Okay. And okay. it's just a really lovely story. It's rich. It has great characters. Unlike the other movie where I didn't care about anybody, I cared about every character in this movie. They all played a pivotal nice. role. They were likable, lovable. And I was just so pissed that I missed seeing this when it first came out in theaters. But I'm happy I checked it out while it was in theaters. And now I think you can watch it over on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, I think if you if you have the bundle looped in with uh, Showtime, it's now on there. I highly suggest people check it out if they haven't because it's a really good movie. I'm nice. going to give Past nice. Lives... Three and a half slices of toast. Oh, yeah, it's it's wow. definitely beautiful. And it's a bit long, but everything seems so important and vital. I could have watched hours more of this polar opposite of the last movie. And I okay. think I saw I saw him on the same night. So it's like I went from seeing this joyous movie to watching that movie. Oh, I'm shit. like, ah, I wish I, I swapped that around. A right, bit. The, the reverse order. Yeah. yeah, some relief afterwards. Well, damn. Nice, dude. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Instead, like yeah. Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm rooting for it. I think it's up for best original motion picture and best screenplay. So oh, damn, either right. or will be a win. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd absolutely. like to see that. Yeah. Well, solid, dude. But uh, you kind of you teased a little bit of what your first review is. I don't know I if did. you said I exactly did. what you're doing. So, no, not yeah. exactly yet. Uh, but in, in memoriam of the late, great Carl Weathers, uh, I did want to seek out something of his that I hadn't seen before. I've reviewed uh, Predator in the past, which is a classic, not just for Schwarzenegger, but for a lot of that cast that's in that movie. And this movie was actually conceived on the set of Predator, and uh, several of the cast members from that film ended no up getting over. I'm going to review Action Jackson. Why do they call you Action anyway? to catch a cab. Now I got you. He's a cop who carries no weapon. This Jackson is so vicious, we don't even let him have a gun. Yeah! He's a maverick who answers to no one. You like to let boy's arm off. He had a spear. <laughs> He's a man who's no talk. I bet I can make you change your mind. And all action. How do you like your ribs? The indefatigable action cats. <laughs> the one big fella. Some action. You haven't learned your lesson. Teach me. You sure could teach Mr. T a thing or two. So allow me to lay my healing hands upon you. One, two, three, 
Jason. Jason! He's the one to call. If I was to hit you again, you'd probably slam my little body right through that wall. I was thinking about it. Carl Weathers is Action Jackson, and action is on the way. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's, it's one of those flicks I feel like it gets referenced a lot and I was aware of it. Like I, I've heard of it, but I just, I never had that avenue of it being like easy to see. I'm sure it was probably on TV mm. uh, occasionally, but it's one of the rare occasions where Carl Weathers got to be front and center main character. He is the star of the film uh, playing detective Lieutenant Jericho Jackson of the Detroit. <laughs> Police I love Department. that name. Right. He, uh, he arrested the son of this uh, car manufacturing conglomerate. They're basically like making American Ferraris, like big high, high ticket cars. And uh, mm. because of his connections in with the police department in the city, um, Jericho Jackson is demoted uh, and be, his exploits <laughs> oh. became very well known. And he picked up the nickname Action. So Action Jackson. Yeah, he did. Sergeant <laughs> Action Jackson. And he's still, oh, he's still working yeah. in the department. He can't give it up. Uh, <laughs> but he won't even carry a gun on him anymore. He doesn't carry a service pistol. Oh. So he he conquers his, his problems with his fucking bare hands for the most part. As a um, man should. Right. Yeah, this co-star is uh, Craig T. Nelson, uh, Sharon Stone, and the Canadian pop singer Vanity, that's, who is featured on this fine Ooh. poster right here. Um, how, how was uh, how was Vanity as an actress? Vanity did some uh, true to life acting. Turns out, so she's playing like a recovering addict, or like she's on the on the verge of trying to kind of get out of it. But in real life, she was actually addicted to cocaine, and she like she did some oh. interview where she talked about how that that was something she kind of tried to let play into the character because when they wrapped for the day, she'd rush back to her hotel room, start doing a bunch of coke. Just to offset shit, her her levels there, just and I was like, ah, that's that's kind of crazy because the way she plays in the movie is pretty great because she's looks pretty fucking strung out and <laughs> not in a good way. But of course, she does Ouch. actually sing a full song. Um, in fact, we get two singers to sing full fucking songs. Which I got to be honest, anytime you have like a musical performance in a movie like that, or even a TV like a series. And it's like, we're going to get the full three and a half minutes or two and a half minutes of... Oh, you have to, baby. The whole song. I'm just like, okay, all right, we did that once. It happens again. And just like, oh, oh my God, we're, we're <laughs> going to do it twice. Okay, well, whatever. Fine. I guess clearly the, the music's going to be part of this thing. But um, it's not a musical whatsoever. But uh, she's a, a lounge singer that has connections to uh, Coach himself. And uh, uh, Mr. Incredible gets caught up in some... Nefarious Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, <laughs> he gets caught Fuck up in yes. some nefarious feelings. Oh my god, he <laughs> and he's like a really bad dude. There's one great, super kitschy scene where he's doing his like kung fu private lessons in his enormous mansion, <laughs> and the, as a white the, villain should. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the uh, the the instructor is trying to teach him this new thing and cuz and then he get like he pops him like he he gets a solid shot on him and he he gets pissed oh. and he <laughs> he just starts wailing on the guy he's like all right I give and then he grabs the hand his hand fucking breaks it and he's just all right lessons over like it's this whole super over the top <laughs> 
I feel like that's a good Craig T. Nelson impersonation there. I like it. <laughs> that's, that's the next one. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my yeah, God. That's your repertoire. <laughs> this movie is so over the top. I mean, it is one one-liner after another. We get some classic, like, Bill, oh. Bill Duke is, his, of course, is his supervisor. It's like, I'm... Don't make me kick you off the forest, kind of kind of guy. Um, <laughs> Thomas Wilson is in it. Uh, Biff from Back to the Future. He plays a, like a beat cop that is like he's enamored with his uh, all of his comings and goings, and he he wants to see action back on the force. You know, like he wants to see him all reinstated. Speaking of which, they're in action. Yeah, right you now. got him outside um, <laughs> right now. He's coming there- for you. So there are so many faces that uh, are recognizable too. Uh, Al Long, Robert Davi. Um, there was a few others. Dennis Hayden. Um, Branscrome Richmond is a native actor that's in a lot of stuff. There's, oh God, the, the security guard from Jumpin' Jack Flash is in it playing an old time. <laughs> like he's got, he's got, I mean, it'd be better if Whoopi was in it. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Oh my god. She should be the f- fucking love interest. That I would watch. Well, Strung you get Sherry Stone first, and then you get a hooker, and okay. then you get Vanity. So the whole Damn. chain of events is like it's kind of a revenge story when really he's trying to take down the guy in charge of the uh, the the police union, and he wants to pin it all on action and make action look like the hmm. bad guy. So it's it's sure. trying to clear his name. The last bit of, bit of evidence that he could possibly pull together, it all relies on the shoulders of, of Sydney here, played by Vanity. And he's got to keep her safe until the last moment. I mean, we see literally cars driving through mansions. He's shooting grenade launchers. They've got <laughs> car factory blow torches they're going to torture him with. It's oh, so badass. over the top. It is ridiculous. I had a lot of fun watching it, but goddamn, if this isn't one of the cheesiest 80s action movies I've ever seen. It was released I'm in jealous. 88, and it is like 90-some minutes long. Um, I, If you just enjoy the tone, uh, this was made as in as being a fan of exploitation. This movie is made for fans of exploitation films. This isn't one it's in itself. But mm-hmm. it, it has those tones and it addresses those notes that you'd expect to see from yeah. something like this. And I had fun watching it. It's a little rough to uh, get through. Is there a butt point. coming? It's, oh. it's, 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 uh, <laughs> there, like for 90 minutes, it feels a little longer than that. Like I said, you get a few scenes that kind of start to drag a little bit because we got to give them a few more lines or we got to finish the whole sure, song. Yeah. And it's, I wanted to just fall in love with it. It isn't quite Die Hard. It isn't quite Predator. But goddamn, I am very glad I saw the movie. I feel very fortunate to at least have... I'm glad I spent the $4 to watch this thing and rent it over on Amazon Prime because it was Mm -hmm. a lot of fun to watch. It's not the greatest thing Carl Weathers is in, but we are blessed with Action Jackson. If you haven't seen it and you are a fan of like the eighties over the top high concept action films, you definitely got to check it out. Um, I'm going to give it two and a half slices. It's, it, it is still a lot of fun though. Like, like, like me, if you're like me and you, you love those style movies, please go check it out. Adam, I honestly think you would really have a lot of uh, When you fucking told me to watch it, I was jealous. I've always wanted to watch action, 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 action. I can't even say it, man. Action, action. Jackson. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> and just the poster alone, it's like, ah, oh, God damn it. Seriously, I'm, like, I'm excited. 
yeah, it, it, I really recommend you checking out uh, at least at least rent it and watch it at home. It it is a good time. Uh, hmm. it's, and you're I'm kind of surprised there's not like a sequel. So, oh, actually, there's a story to that. They did kind of make so there is a movie titled Action Jackson Two, but it is a straight to it, it's a TV movie that Billy D. Williams and Carl Weathers co-star in together. That sign uh, me up. It was released in Germany under the title Action Cold Jackson. 45s. And it actually has nothing to do with Action Jackson. He's a completely different character. I don't give a fuck. He's He's just that ass. Yeah. I'm good, man. I'm like, I kind of want to go check this fucking thing out. I want to figure out where I can watch that one. But um, it's, it's a very similar YouTube. story. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Pirate Bay. Um, Probably, I, I would guess. Yar. Don't, we do not encourage that behavior on this on this podcast. No, but no, no. We acknowledge. But I bet you could probably rent it on YouTube is what I was oh, yeah. saying, Dennis. Oh, for sure. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm not an asshole. We'll pay money. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, very fun time for those in the, who enjoy this genre. It might be rough if you're expecting a really high bar. Uh, one thing I think you'll notice, though, is just how often they shot scenes in L.A. versus scenes in Detroit. Mm. It, that oh. was kind of funny. Where I'd just be looking at the screen, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> this is downtown. Oh, this is this is Hollywood. Or, or like, <laughs> wait a minute, this is this is fucking Santa Monica. Like, I I know that street. <laughs> it yeah. happens a couple of times, but but the thing is, not everyone knows those streets. So Very it's like, true. unless you're Very from true. Los Angeles or Detroit, it's all gravy, baby. I would think it's so. Great. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. It, no, it's it, it is a. It's a fun time, <laughs> but uh, en- enough of the action. What you what you got next for us, Adam? I have. Sorry, I was just tapping away there. Oh no! no, no. Um, up next, I have a movie that just came out, but I saw it a couple of weeks back called Out of Darkness. We hunt the rump. Look at the good.
Now, I'm not going to lie. I knew nothing about this movie going in. And I was like, all right, that's cool. I like going in blind. And blind was I, Dennis. Yeah, you know anything about this one? Not at all, but I'm digging the vibe of this. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. The, the artwork you got here. Right. Is it post-apocalyptic? Yes. Is it wartime? Is it like... You'd think. You'd think. It's prehistoric days, Dennis. Oh. We have a tribe... Even better. ...of fucking prehistoric uh, people, a nomad group. They've uh, depleted all their shit in the area they were living. So they're trying to trek to a new land, to a new oh, cave, damn. to get some fucking luscious landscapes and food yeah. and survive the wild oh, and wow. it's a it's a small caravan of people and uh it's it's interesting because they're going but they hear things out in the darkness at nights they hear things rumbling in the fort in the background and then slowly one by one people are being plucked off people are being pulled away from the group and they don't know what the fuck it is, what's happening, what's hunting them down. They're, they're trying to fight back. They're trying to get their people back, but they don't know what it is. They're, they're fucking afraid, as anybody should be. Sure. And uh, so it's kind of a, su- a survival story, essentially. Now, it's interesting because some faces looked familiar, but I'm like, I don't know from what. But there are some familiar-ish looking faces, but they don't speak English. They don't speak any language that's known to mankind. They invented okay. a fucking prehistoric language for this movie. Yeah, and awesome. they sell it. It's all subtitled. And they're, they're they're going to town. I'm like, this sounds like gibberish. But they're selling the shit out of it. Now, the fucking wardrobe. Pretty cool. Now, there's some luscious landscapes. We're getting some sweeping, epic, beautiful shots. But then we're also getting areas that look like they just went off into the fucking Rocky Mountain region. Not the Rocky Mountain, but Rocky Mountain sides. They look like they're shooting in the woods. So at that point, we're a little bit rusty. It's like... We, when we're getting like these sweeping shots, it's beautiful. But then when we're in the zone, in the shit, oh, it's okay. like, okay, it looks like I'm going out in the woods and shooting the shit. And oh, it's so oh, dark. There's a lot of darkness. When they say out of darkness, I don't know if it was the projector in the theater I went to, but it was dark as shit most of this movie. They mean in and, the darkness. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're, it should have been in the darkness, but they're like, no, no, we want to make people come and think they're going to see some shit. Uh but I will say it's interesting because you're on the edge of your seat. It's kind of a horror movie per se. And there's some like very intense right. horror music happening in it. But this movie was so mm. fucking boring to me. I wanted more out of it. Wow, I wanted something man. exciting to happen, but it was just stagnant for me. And I didn't give a fuck about continuing watching it, but I'm like, I'm not going to walk out. Like I saw other people do. I'm going to state the course. I'm going to just bear down and watch it. And I liked it. A little predictable. It's funny. I put out a movie crumb. That's my mini reviews over on our YouTube page. And someone mm-hmm. left a comment that kind of nailed exactly what was happening without even seeing the trailer. Just from hearing my review, they're like, boom, this happens. I'm like, I, I don't know. Oh, I'm not going to tell oh, you. But no. Pretty, pretty dead on. I think uh, nice. I'm going to give yeah. out of darkness, which is in, theaters right now it just came out on friday um give it 
one slice. I want to say half a slice, but it had a little bit more than half a slice, actually. So one slice. Not very enthralling to me. I'm intrigued to see uh, what people think of it. Uh, if you have seen the movie and you like it, please let me know what you liked about it. Let me know why I'm wrong. I want to want to have a little conversation about this movie. I want to hear an opposite point of view than mine. I don't know. But fuck me. It's not for me. <laughs> well, damn. Damn. Well, I, I think I think your next yeah. flick is, a, is something a little more lively. Oh, though. it's definitely it's up a, my alley, my friend. Yeah. Right? Alley yeah. cat. <sighs> I got the new Matthew Vaughn movie, Argyle. I certainly hope you dance as well as you dress. There's only one way to find out. Put on your and you and I, we're not so different. Agent Argyle. Little help? Hold on. The book is phenomenal, sweetie, but... What happens next? It's called a cliffhanger, mother. Ellie, it's called a cop-out. Whoa, hey! There's a cat in there. Oh, my God. You're Ellie freaking Conway. Author of the Argyle series, Ellie Conway! I am such a fan. Oh, yeah? What is it you do? Espionage. Would you... Sign my book. Here we go. I love this book. Come on. Real life spies. Why would they care about me? Because you're a goddamn fortune teller, Ellie. What you wrote in your new book actually happened, and you kicked a hornet's nest you didn't even know existed. I'm in some really big trouble, Mom. Oh, so now you're experimenting with drugs. I want all assets on them now. I need her to write the next chapter. Time for you to meet the real Agent Argyle. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Now, let me say this movie is getting ripped apart by film critics left and right. Uh, it's it's kind of a flop. But I'm not gonna lie, I had a blast watching it. So it's okay. uh, that's all that matters. You have, yeah, you have Bryce Dallas Howard. She is a ice skater who had a very traumatic incident, so she can't really ice skate anymore. So Ooh, she kind of okay. went to a different vice. She started writing these espionage books, this series of books that people love. She's kind of this hot new it 
author. She has four books down called Argyle about uh, a spy named Argyle. And okay. it turns out what she's writing is actually coming true and happening in real life. And hmm. she is in danger. And this spy comes and he's like, I'm going to help you. And you're going to help me. There's something going on that happens in your current manuscript. Yes. My organization, we've seen the manuscript and these terrorists has, have oh also God, seen this God. manuscript that you just <laughs> wrote and emailed out to uh, your mother last night. We've read it and you're on to something. What is happening in that story where you leave off on a cliffhanger? That's where we're at in reality. We need okay. your help to figure out what's happening next. And it's just this wild and wacky story with over the top fucking brutal action as you get with the uh, Matthew Vaughn movie set to some fun 80s style rock music. It's a blast. And in these fight scenes, you're seeing Sam Rockwell. He's the agent. You're seeing him fighting as this kind of hippie kind of. Well, in the beginning, he's he is he looks like a hippie. He has a long beard, long hair and just fucking laid back guy you're seeing him just kind of mm. going through the motions having fun fighting people but then when when uh, bryce dallas howard blinks she sees argyle the character she wrote she sees him played by uh henry cavill kicking ass oh. as a swab devonering okay, uh okay. british super secret agent type guy and so there's a lot of like match cuts in all these fight scenes and it's just kind of fun because you're seeing these two very different actors doing a very similar scene, but in their own interesting way. And it's just a fun, thrilling, action-packed movie. And there are twists and turns left and right. You think it's going one way, and then it dodges and goes the other way. And then more fucking twips and loose loops, loose loops and turns. This movie is what like would be an M Night Shyamalan wet dream. There's so many twists and turns. Some you see kind of written on, on the wall and others you're like holy fuck that's kind okay. of surprising and it has a great supporting cast like i said you get those guys uh then you also have brian cranston Catherine o'hara dual lipa john cena and so many other people it's like holy shit and this is a globe-trotting movie and this Dude. honestly sorry go ahead well it's it's as you're describing it i'm like it's now i never saw it but the uh the sandra bullock film you're kind of it's kind uh, the of lost city me. yeah a little the, bit a little bit the, the book brought the book being written brought to life sort of story then mm -hmm. but this isn't yeah, like and that. a lot of no 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 a lot different and a lot of okay. people are, are kind of referencing saying they're getting strong vibes of like romancing the stone which i haven't seen or i haven't oh, seen in years oh my I forgot. god i haven't seen that in years and yeah, even yeah. Even Matthew Vaughn said, yeah, I got inspiration when I was watching that during COVID with my daughters and, and they want to see me do a movie like that. So he wrote this and made it. And uh, <laughs> so anyways, yeah. So, um, yeah, you get a great cast. So Sam Jackson's also in it. Uh, yeah. So this is a globe trotting movie, kind of heisty stuff happening in here and there. It's kind of like what Netflix has been trying to do with all these heist movies that we've seen and mm -hmm just obliterate it with reviews this is how these movies should be netflix okay. should be fucking writing down taking notes from this movie uh and i will say there is some cg in now and again that sucks like and you have a cg cat i don't know why the cat needs to be cg sometimes <laughs> and it's weird because the movie ends uh it comes to like a conclusion and you're like all right everything's wrapped up and then they throw a wrench in there at the very end and it's like maybe we don't know exactly what we thought we knew and then there's a mid-credit scene that's kind of mind-blowing and interesting and 
just unique. And, and it's funny because apparently there is an Argyle book series that just came out, or not serious, book that just came out right before this, which is supposed to be the book that this writer in the movie wrote. And it's nothing like what we see in the movie. Oh, and now Matthew Vaughn wants to make that into a movie. And it's like, okay, you're maybe jumping the horse here a little bit. And then he right. wants to try to connect this to the Kingsman movies. It's like, I don't know what you're doing here, but you got a master plan that I'm intrigued by. Right. But okay. you're really, really shooting yourself in the foot because this movie isn't really getting great reviews. And it's interesting. I, I listened to another podcast recently where the two hosts were talking about wanting to see it, but not sure if it's uh, if it's in theaters or if it's streaming, because this is an Apple uh, original movie, but it's like kind of where they've been with like Napoleon and Killer, Killers of the Flower Moon. It's oh. in theaters now, and it will eventually end up on Apple TV+. Plus. Right. Uh, but I had a blast watching this movie, and uh, I don't know if it's for everyone, but it's definitely for me. If you like Kick-Ass, if you like fucking The Kingsman, this is in that vein, and it's fun nice. and interesting okay. and unique to me. I'm going to give Argyle three slices of toast. And also, if you don't like it, tell me tell me why you didn't like it. Let's have a conversation about it. I don't know. But, Absolutely. Uh, I feel like... I've uh, I've talked a little bit too long, Dennis. I do apologize. Uh, you're good, you're good. I think you get a review next, right? I got I got another not quite as far of a throwback, but this does go back a little ways. Uh, 1997's Fools Rush In. Alex. Alex Whitman. Okay, Jeff. It's a long story. Was good at being single. I'm looking for Alex. He just ducked out. And his life was right on track. You are taking over in Vegas. No, 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 no. Everything that's famous about Las Vegas is about leaving it. That movie, the song, even the mob left Las Vegas. It's a long way from Manhattan to Las Vegas. Hot, 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 hot. But Alex was beginning to think <laughs> it was worth the trip. I'm Isabel. I never did anything like that before. Going home with someone I don't know. It was just one of those spontaneous things. So, uh, how you been? Pregnant. Really? We were only together one night. Isabel, what can I do? Hey, Alex, there's a woman on line one. She says she's your wife. You're married? The one with the body? The nightmare begins. So your your father is is he a big man or who is this? Mama, Papa, this is Alex Whitman. I welcome you in my home. And this is how you repay me? Stealing my only daughter! In-laws. No. Alex, this is Chewy. Chewy, hi. Luke Skywalker. How are you? He's getting no. a little more than he bargained for. I can't believe this is the same house. Jeez. Is alone with your brothers and a lot more snakes than he imagined. Lucy, you got so splaining, you. I better light another candle. I'm telling you, everything's gonna be okay. Columbia Pictures presents. Surprise! Um, Dad. I got it, hon. A story about the sparks that fly. Now that is what I call a housekeeper. When two worlds collide. In case you haven't noticed, the white people are melting out here. And two people come together. Isabel Fuentes, I am in love with you. Matthew Perry. You are everything I never knew I always wanted. Selma Hayek. I think this is so romantic. You do. Absolutely. 
fools rush in. That's right. The Selma Hayek, Matthew Perry classic. It is a oh, yeah. uh, romantic comedy that kind of, I think, in a way sort of bends the rules of the conventions of what you'd expect, especially a late 90s like romantic comedy to sort of do in that you have these, these two uh, attractive young people both kind of living oh. their lives cross paths in Las Vegas one night where they decide to... And the in the midst of getting wasted, decide to get drunk. They they have sex. She's she gets pregnant, and at first they start to part ways. And then she once she finds out what's happened, she comes to let him know. Rocks his world, and it's like, all right, Uh-oh. what are, what are we doing? Like, are we gonna? Are they're about to? Yeah, they're going to go through this. Um, she's like, I I could just raise this kid on my own, but I'm I'm like seeing this through. You can be as involved as you want. And he's like, well, I'm no, I'm all in. Let's do this. Uh, she moves into his house. He's he's this successful. He's working for this architectural company, designing this enormous club in Vegas. And he's got to meet these deadlines. Where at the same time, he's falling in love with this woman. And they're both ex- like, they're both exposing themselves to different aspects of life that they aren't familiar with. And it's this really beautiful story of just kind of bridging a sort of gap with nothing but the love that they have for one another. And it does, it's not pretty, nice. mind you. There's a lot of stumbles <laughs> along the way, as one would expect. It is very much a romantic comedy. And what I find about this film that I really like is I feel like the comedy comes first. The romance is still there, but nice. this movie is still very funny. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I've seen it before in the past. Um, and it, if, if it happened to be here on Movie Toast, folks, please forgive me. But I will say this last experience bitch. I had with it, uh, it was really good. And, you know, with the unfortunate passing of Matthew Perry, we don't have that many films with him starring in, in a role like this. And this was great. I, I honestly, I kind of wonder what it would have been like if uh, he did kind of go down this route for a little longer. Obviously, this is peak Friends era, so we're not turning down, what was it, 10 million bucks a week or whatever the hell they were making on, on that show. That Like, well, yeah, you're going to keep making that show. The yeah, Keep the uh, the bank open. Um, but these two do such sure. a great job. Uh, all of the cast that plays their parents, their chemistry is hilarious. Um, the kind of culture clash that goes on. Um, yeah, uh, her being uh, Mexican... He's he's kind of being exposed to a lot of these this family structure concepts. Like the uh, the ex boyfriend is wildly accepted by the family, and he's just like one of the bros with all of her brothers. So they they're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we're just gonna go on a hunting trip, drive him down to Mexico. They all got shotguns and like <laughs> wandering out in the desert, and he gets surrounded by rattlesnakes. And they it's like, oh yeah, yeah, well, no, we got you, we got you. Just don't move. And they gotta shoot all the rattlesnakes around him. And great physical comedy. I mean, Matthew Perry was always so great at that. Um, Selma Hayek is really, really good at showing that emotion and that passion on screen, whether she's angry, uh, infatuated, joyous, all, all of like, they just do such a good job together. Their chemistry's great. Um, I, I may not go out of my way to see a lot of romantic comedies, but this one still holds up. And if you haven't seen it, say you're one of these new age friends fans and you've already watched the series three or four times. If you haven't seen this yet, please, please do. It is kind of like, what if Chandler being moved to Las Vegas and just said, <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> but it, 
there's to me, there's really nothing wrong with that. I had a lot of fun watching it yet again. Fools rush in. Um, I watched this personally on Pluto. I know that can be rough for some folks with the commercial breaks, but to be honest, I, it's I it don't is. even remember it. It, it, it went is. by great. It, it is. It is. It, it's. It is bad. But I'm gonna give. Fools I know that's a jab at me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not just you. There's a lot of Sorry, folks. A lot of folks can't do it. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, three slices, though. I'm going to give it three slices. Nice. It still holds up great. It's still a lot of fun. It may not be the most perfect on paper uh, romantic comedy movie. I'm sure there's a lot of better examples, but it's still a great time. If it's been a while, go hit it, hit it again. Hit it again. That's for sure. Nice. I will say, Dennis, uh, I highly suggest uh, if you like this movie... Um, there's a great chapter in Matthew Perry's autobiography, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, a memoir, mm -hmm. a great chapter about this movie alone. And like some shit went down on that. Like, I think he injured himself on that set and he was just having a blast doing it. And I think that might be where he started abusing medication because of mm -hmm. that. I don't know. There's, there's a lot. And I highly heard suggest back, checking right? out that, that book. The, yeah. I think yeah. it was jet skiing when he was off, uh, like not filming that, there's a lake like, oh, it was when they were filming yeah and just fucking hit it bad and that's kind of the downfall there but right. I, I highly suggest checking out that book if you're a matthew perry fan uh i listened nice. to the audiobook and it was pretty good yeah oh awesome oh uh, yeah definitely yeah well I, I definitely want to check that one out again it's been a while but uh yeah it's it's good to it. throw back in the rotation once in a while yeah i'd say keep an eye out for it when it comes back up into the yeah. or it's it's uh Three ninety nine for rent on uh, Amazon Prime. It's a good, good Valentine's uh, Day movie, I, huh? Hey, huh? <laughs> Madam Web comes out on Valentine's Day, Dennis. Oh, you got all right. That's the best Valentine's Day ladies. movie yet. There you go. <laughs> uh, but I will say, uh, talking about Pluto and commercials and whatnot on episode one eighty two, we were talking about Amazon starting their commercials and whatnot. I will say, watching Prime, they make commercials pretty bearable it's like the old school days of hulu watch a commercial right. it's like 30 seconds before and it's 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 feasible it's, it's simple yeah. not terrible and it's usually their own content, still i don't like, like it but i yeah. you know i don't mind if you're telling me about things that you are going to show me and i might eventually want to watch that's okay i can right. forgive that you know it's it's and they're not interrupting the, the show or the movie yes that yeah exactly that no, i'm I, all I about i can fuck that. with that yeah. I, and it, it keeps the wheels turning folks i know it's not the most comfortable thing. It's not always fun, but every once in a while you see that, you know, just like trailers, those are commercials too. These are all just things, methods of getting information across. Yes. It gets annoying to see. My issue is when you see the same one over and yeah, over, yeah, that's over pretty, again. That's what gets old on, on Pluto after a while. The, after the third commercial break, I'm like, Oh my God, I could probably recite the dialogue for the next three ads <laughs> you're about to show me now. Um, but if, if they and yet just, you don't want to go out and buy the item or whatnot, you're more right. furious with it. You're like, fuck that thing. Well, sometimes I, I, you see that's when I build in build in the time. All right, add one of four. I can I can run to the bathroom and uh, <laughs> Fair top enough. off top off the water glass there. There um, you go. I thought you were gonna say top off the fucking toilet. I'm like, what? That's, oh that's god. Thing? Okay. To the rim. To the rim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you get that mellow yellow in that brown town, it comes together in an island formation that nobody can fight. I just, I don't know I don't why know Boondocks or Boondock Saints jumped in my head. There was a <laughs> firefight. That's what it turns into. Um, <laughs> Willem Dafoe just screaming uh, at you. 
<sighs> just reenacting everything with his finger guns and wearing his gloves. Oh, what a movie. Ah, Anywho. Yeah. Moving on to our final review of the episode, Dennis, I have the new movie, oh. Lisa Frankenstein. Are you hot burning? Lisa! Does he have more of a basketball bod or a football bod? He doesn't play sports. I tend to his grave. I talk to him. I wish I was with you. That's really weird, Lisa. You hear that? I'm sure it's the girl next door. She's very odd. Hmm. Your hand? I can't believe you're here. Do you like music? I have the cure. Ooh. Oh, not that kind of cure. They can't make you better. I mean, they can, but like emotionally. Okay. No, don't cry. <gasps> Your tears smell so bad. Send it back. You need a friend. No? I love it. It's not really my style. When you're in doubt, Lisa looks good. She could probably even do pageants if she had congeniality. Your daughter is a little psycho. I owe my glorious home to an ungrateful little. I want to help you, but Taffy says it's a waste of time to try and fix a boy. It's better just accept a guy's flaws. Oh, that's so cute. I have an idea. There are bad people out there. Come on, Lisa. It'll feel good. hand is going to do terrible things. You are being admitted. Inpatient. Lockdown. I could get the clink for life or the electric chair, but I don't want to die a virgin. You know anything about the disappearance of a student? I'm not making any more comments. You can talk to my lawyer. Really hope this goth phase ends soon. Well, that doesn't sound scary. All right. No, not at all. <laughs> it sounds very colorful and endearing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been looking forward to this movie because I like okay. putting together Lisa Frank in Frankenstein. And uh, it stars Catherine Newton. I always find her... Uh, charming and fun and everything she's in. Uh, and uh, what is it? Cole Sprouse. Uh, he's in it. Uh, so pretty much this is the directorial debut of Zelda Williams. That's Robin Williams oh. daughter. And oh, she did damn. a pretty good job. Cool. And it's cool. written by Diablo Cody. So, you know, oh, what kind shit. of humor you're getting with the Diablo yeah. Cody. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm checking it's, to that. Yeah. It's, it's a period piece. It's an eighties set movie. So it's about this girl her mother was brutally murdered in a home invasion in front of her. And this takes place a little after that. Her father's remarried to this really bitchy woman and she's in a new town and everyone thinks she's like, is an outcast. She is an outcast, but everyone like has all these preconceived mm -hmm. notions of her. She's quiet. She doesn't interact with anybody. The only person who's kind of nice to her is her popular uh, stepsister. 
And that even feels kind of weird. She's the only character who's really nice to this girl. Uh, so pretty much in her off time, not at school, she goes and hangs out at this abandoned uh, graveyard. And she has this favorite gravestone with a bust of this young man who passed away. And one night she goes to a party with her stepsister and she gets crossfaded. She thinks she's just drinking something, but there was something in it. And she's mm. stumbling home and she's in the fucking graveyard on her way home because there's a shortcut and she looks at the bus that she sees every day and just makes a wish that she could spend her life with this guy who's dead and she wakes up the next morning nobody's at her house and this zombie comes crashing into her house <laughs> and it's the guy and she's not afraid which is interesting and the the zombie kind of is infatuated with her and, and wants to love her but she doesn't have any interest in him like that and there's some fun moments. Sure. <laughs> uh, now he's missing body parts and uh, he doesn't talk. Uh, so oh. what happens pretty much people give this girl so much shit. So when he sees that he gets very protective and he kills these people in front of her oh, fuck. and <laughs> ha she hacks off pieces of their body and stitches it onto him. Like he, the first piece is an ear. Another thing is a hand. And there's some other very interesting body parts. This guy's missing. And, uh, as you can imagine, body parts just don't work if you sew them on, but she has this tanning bed that her sister won in like a beauty contest that if you put all the ways up, somehow it gets very crazy and the <laughs> body parts start to work on this guy. And pretty much she wants, she has a crush on this guy and she wants to get with them. And she kind of uses this Frankenstein guy to help her. Like it, having this zombie kind of gives her a newfound confidence and kind of this new persona. And she really blossoms into herself. And uh, it's just a wild ride. And it, the no set kidding. design is so 80s. The props are 80s. The wardrobe is great. Uh, fucking the music is fun. It looks vibrant. It looks like a Lisa Frank, like Trapper Keeper come to life. It's a fun movie. Cool. I wanted a lot more out of this movie that I didn't fully get. I feel like none of the characters, including our main characters, are likable. But it's oh. all right. I don't mind. It's still a fun, interesting story. Okay. And it's kind of a little all over the place. And it's not the sharpest thing that Diablo Cody's written. Like, it definitely feels a little half-baked. But... It's a fun rom-com in a way. It's not a rom-com, but it is a rom-com. It's a teen comedy, I guess you could call it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Zelda Williams, as a first-time feature director, I think she she nailed it. And the acting is great. Everyone's giving great performances. It's just the story's not fully there for me. Fair uh, but it's a fun movie, worth checking out. I wouldn't say rush to your theaters. Wait till it comes on streaming, but it's definitely worth checking out. I'm going to give Lisa Frankenstein... Two slices of the toast. Okay. I wanted okay. a little more, but I still had a good time watching it. Yeah, but it could be a fun time for some though. I I'm I'm yeah. intrigued. I will say it does sound like something I would I would definitely uh, grab on. Mm -hmm. it, uh, and and right. I will say the main character, Cole Sprouse, doesn't speak at all. He moans the whole time. <laughs> and he, you can understand everything that he's saying and doing. Like nice. it all makes sense. He, he's he's kind of given a great performance. Right. It kind of reminded me a little bit of that Nicholas Holt movie from a few years ago called Warm Bodies, but that movie was definitely more oh, okay. well fleshed out, and that was more of a <laughs> post-apocalyptic yeah. movie, uh -huh. not set in the eighties. 
But I like that one a little bit more. But this is definitely a fun teen romp. I don't know what else nice. to say about it. No, that's cool. Yeah, definitely worth seeing. I, I don't regret it, but I nice. want it more. And sure, sure. I will say, like Matthew Vaughn, Diablo Cody wants to write a new fucking Jennifer's body to kind of oh. live in this universe. And I'm like, come on, man. Just, Just make a sequel. Like, like, yeah, let it live on its own. Don't one movie was fine. But don't, don't make the low shoulder the biopic. Don't make the yeah. fucking yeah, whatever the whatever else you want to branch off with. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I would be intrigued to see another Jennifer Bodies esque movie, but do we need a oh, sequel yeah. or a prequel? Give, nah. give me the tone. Don't give me like the whole exact yeah. world we were in before. What was the, there was another mm-hmm. one? I feel like there was one other one she did that was like reminiscent of that, but it wasn't. Damn it! It's been I'm thinking Juno. Yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, Maybe I'm. Thinking oh, Young Adult. No, totally different movie, Young Adult, but yeah, great movie. Something wildly different. No, okay. Maybe I'm. I'm assuming something. She else was different. the original writer of what was going to be the uh, Amy Schumer Barbie movie, but uh, that, that took some turns. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that, that, just, that sounds like a fun time, though. That sounds like something I'd... Oh, I'd definitely. Definitely was. down on, for sure. Hmm. Well, cool, dude. Yeah. Well, folks, I, I hope there's a, a fl- flick or a title in there that sparked your interest. Maybe uh, you've already seen everything that we talked about. Let us know what you thought of those movies. Up in all yeah. of these fine social media handles, please hit us up on either the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, maybe YouTube, where you're probably watching this right now all at movie underscore toast. If you don't want to do any of that, like we said before, we are hitting WonderCon here within about a month now. It's coming up quick. If you're going to be there, would love to chat with you. Maybe we get uh, compare notes on some movies. If not, let us know what you're looking forward to. I know that those details are slowly creeping out, but if you already got that one thing, what's that thing you would love to see some coverage of? Let us know, and uh, we'll try to we'll try to check it out for yeah. you. We Right, we, try to shoot we're there together. Roll. Try to we get got some interviews for you, man. That's right. Oh yeah. I don't know, but uh, you don't want to do any of that. Maybe head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you watch your, listen to your podcast, watch, listen, whatever you do, your choice. If you mm-hmm. can leave a review, let us know what works, what doesn't work, what you yeah, like, what you hate, concerns. what you want to see. Let us know. We want this show to be better for you. We yeah. we know it can be better. And we want it to be better. But we can't be better if we don't know what works and what doesn't work and what the audience wants. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, folks, but you've done all that. You, you, you got the fires crackling. The roses are, are laid out in their beautiful bouquet. We're just sitting back on our bearskin rug just asking you to please stay toasty. Happy Valentine's yeah. Day. I like had the mouse over the button to start the music. <laughs> I was, like, I was uh, wondering. I'm like, and there's a big long gap here. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then all you hear is just out of the silence is the click of the mouse, and it's like, ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> oh my god, totally <laughs> oh, burned that. Uh, you know what? Uh, what, what was interesting? Kind of movie related, but kind of not. Uh, have you uh, checked out or anything having to do with the uh, new uh, Amazon Prime Mister and Mrs. Smith yet? Not yet. 
No, I mean, I saw the trailer. Any interest? I, I am. Uh, yes, yes, there is interest. I am intrigued. Nice. Uh, it's childish Gambino. It's pretty fun. Always mm-hmm. kicks ass. So, and it's not what I expected, but boy, is it a fun ride! Okay. It's uh, definitely a variation, wildly different than the film, which is nice and interesting. And uh, every episode has a guest star who's a known quantity, a known figure, and mm-hmm. they're giving great performances. But fucking my favorite guest uh, star in this show is uh, fucking Ron Perlman. Uh, he plays oh. a guy that they have to kidnap and get to a safe house. And okay. <laughs> he's just this big giant child. He acts like a child. And it's just the one of the best performances I've seen Ron Perlman give. That's Nothing funny. have I ever seen him done like this before. And he killed it. I loved every second of it. And he just felt like a giant baby. And I loved it, man. You got uh, you got to check it out. Nice, I think. Nice. I think oh, it's like on it. the queue for sure. Yeah. Now nice. we're, we've been making our Val and I have been watching uh, in my evenings after I get home from work. We've been working our way through True Detective and love mm. the first season. Second yes. season, not quite so much. I gave up on the same. And I wanted to love it. What Vince Vaughn and uh, who, who was his co-star? Rachel Colin McAdams Farrell? And, yeah, oh, Rachel, Colin, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, Slam Taylor dunk of the cast. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I liked pieces of what the, they did in the second season, but the story overall, I just wasn't as invested in. Um, yeah. The third season, though, this might be my favorite so far. I It's it's reinvigorating my appreciation of Mahershala Ali. That guy... I was going to say, is that his season? Fucking amazing. And then, you mm. know, I'm always a fan of Scoot McNeary. And I didn't even oh, know Scoot's he was the best. in there. And it's just like, yes, fuck yeah, Scoot. He's I got to check that season out. Dude, it's, it's, yeah. See, so far, I mean, we're only like three seasons or episodes in. And it's. Yeah. Killer. I'm hearing great things about Night Country, the, the new one with the yeah. fucking what's her face. I'm hearing, I'm hearing and, good things. Uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've already had like the the crossover get spoiled, which I'm kind of like, well, it yeah. makes sense after watching this first season. It's like, well, yeah, you've already mentioned a certain you character has lived in this literally in mm-hmm. this place, so that's really not that big a surprise. But yeah, um, yeah, no, it, it's but. we're we're sailing through it, so I'm already like, I'm sure we're going to be quickly be figuring out what are we putting in place of mm-hmm. that and. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I will say very likely to be on um, high. On I, I highly would highly would suggest Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I did finally power through uh, Gen V. Good, oh. but oh, not yeah, yeah, not yeah. boys. The boys good, uh, right? But it's I will like, say I another show that we've boy. been. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. But another show we've been like binging way behind on is The Bear. Fuck, I see oh. why everyone loved that show so much. Oh, it's fantastic. Man, that's also on our yeah. That's also on our short list of. Mm-hmm. It's like every time we see the the thumbnail go by, it's like oh fuck, that's right. We were supposed to start that one. Oh, well. Yeah. We're yeah. already we, we talked about this. so many times. Sarah and I are like, we're going to check out that show, The Beer. And then other shows come and right, go. Right. And like last week, she had off. And we're like, what are we going to start? We we just finished Community finally again. And it's like, I'm like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is out. Now it's time. And I'm like, I know if I bug her about it, she's not going to want to do it. And she's like, what about The Beer? I'm like, all right, it's been been a few years. Let's finally do it. And then she's like, oh, is Mr. and Mrs. Smith out? I'm like, yes, it is. Oh, and then go. I thought she was going to want to go back to the bear, but she's like, I kind of want to finish this Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I'm like, thank God. Oh, yeah. Oh, come together. Totally, totally get that. Totally uh, get that though. Sorry. What's your kind of in a group? I know people aren't here for TV talk, going. but. This ain't TV yeah. taquitos. It just crosses over once it in a while. It could be. Once in a while. But uh, yeah, highly suggest both those shows. And Gen V. If you get around to it, it's it's fun. Not the best, but all right, watch. 
Really, I'd like to finish yeah. off uh, Harley Quinn. We got through most of the series. I think we only have like the most <sighs> recent season left. Oh, and that's a doozy. That one's fantastic. Oh, fuck. oh nice, man. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Oh. I, that's one show that I just could knock it enough of. I, I can't wait for more. And I can't wait for the Kite Man spinoff. Oh, man. Oh, I'm, my I'm God. That, yeah. <laughs> that, that guy's He's buying the hilarious. bar. It's supposed to be like chairs with villains. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm all for it. And then we kind of tease yeah. that. There's, a, there's that episode where we actually see the place. Like he's already bought it. Uh, Isn't when the they go to that one time. Behind the bar before it gets popular. Right. I no, that was a I'd, might be one of my favorite roles uh, Kaylee Cook was ever done. <laughs> oh, she makes Harley Quinn her own, and I love Lake Bell as Poison Ivy. Oh, oh man. yes, oh yes, no. They, they and Alan Tudyk is killing it in all his roles, and uh, I really, really liked. Uh, who did I like the most? <sighs> Jason Alexander was okay as that old. Oh guy, my fucking, god, I fucking loved their landlord. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, King Shark is Ron Funches. Oh my god, fantastic. Oh, yeah, I've never I never get sick of that guy for sure. Um Yeah. I was I gotta get back to the comedy store, man. I want to see if I can catch him again. Oh, oh yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh. But fucking that whole crew, fantastic cast. Oh yeah. And just oh, yeah. the story evolves so much over time and fantastic and new and invigorating ways. That's for sure. Gotta love it. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm keeping keeping it too long. Well, folks, boy, thanks for boy. joining us. If you're still sticking around, enjoy uh, enjoy Appreciate the it. lovely holiday. And until next time, please stay toasty.